0: Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt are here with you, as always. And as always, we have a great topic for you today. And before we dive into it, as always, if you are new to the Ninja Selling path and want to learn more about what Ninja Selling is, head over to ninjaselling.com. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are so excited that you found us. And thank you to whoever sent you our way as well. We hope that you continue to pass that on. And if you want to join our community, head over to Facebook and search for The Ninja Selling Podcast. You can join us there and join a bunch of like-minded people. So we'll fill you in on some more details on what you can find over at ninjaselling.com at the outro. But Garrett, let's dive into this topic because this is very, very important for what's going on right now. And it's affecting both sides of the industry. And when I say that, I mean agents and the buyers and sellers of real estate. So good morning to you, sir.
1: Good morning. Good morning. No, I, I'm, I'm I'm excited that you wanted to go down this topic with me. This actually just came up just the other day that I threw it into the uh, the mix of our potential topics. And the reason I threw it in is I was watching... Watching a lot of people out here right now, agents that I'm working with saying, Man, I've got a lot of buyers right now, but they won't make a decision. I've got a lot of sellers right now, but some of them are starting to say things like, Yeah, but if it doesn't sell, it's okay. We'll just stay here. There's a lot of different stories kind of coming up around right now. And Matt, as we're talking about, like this isn't just our, the consumer world out there. This is also real estate agents. But what it got me really starting to think about is that in any time in our life, when we are doing something that we are not familiar with something that's new to us a new path a new journey there's a point in there where there's enough confusion that sometimes we just go i don't want to do this right now i don't want to let's let's do this some other time we'll come back and circle back around on this i don't know what to do and i'm seeing a lot of buyers and sellers right now that are starting to go down this journey and they're coming across obstacles and different things in the path And they're hearing about different obstacles through the news and other sources. And their brain goes, oh, what do we do with that? Oh, what do we do with that? Well, what happens if we come across that? And maybe this is the wrong time right now. And they put it on hold. Mm -hmm. I find in real estate right now, realtors are starting to look at their businesses and wonder like, okay, well, what do we need to do to be successful here? And there's a lot of confusion around that. And they're not sure if we should do this, if we should do this class that's offered online, if we should be following this path over here. And as confusion comes up, there are some agents out there going, I don't want to navigate this marketplace right now. I don't want to try to figure out this new game. I'm just going to hang my license up and walk away. I'm going to go find a different job. Yeah. It's interesting how fast some of us will hang the towel up when it's we're just kind of confused. We just don't know the direction to go, and uh, that's what I'm watching out here right now. And the and the beauty is, and where I want to go with this today with you, Matt, is that if the path can be shown. If someone can see how to navigate around these roadblocks that might be in front of them, this is the real estate agents that I'm watching that are putting together a lot of business right now. They're not letting their clients just sit back and go, well, if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. We'll just live here. They're saying, no, 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 no. We're going to help you get to where you want to go. I'm going to show you how we're going to do this. If it's the buyers, they're saying to them in that moment of the light conversation up front, instead of saying okay, we get it. We're going to let you just put this on hold. They're going, no, I want to help you see how you can get there. And they're putting together a lot of transactions to the other side of it that are sitting around not putting together any right now. It's a big group.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, and when you have a marketplace like we're in, and and I don't mean in terms of the statistics, I mean, in terms of the outside influences, interest rates, pricing, I guess that is statistic thing. Inflation. Inflation. A lot of things that go into how real estate might be impacted, how day-to-day lives might be impacted. It adds confusion. I mean, Why are realtors confused right now? I don't think realtors are confused because of the market necessarily. They'll blame it on the market. But it's, gosh, I'm having some challenges on my cash flow. What is going on with interest rates? And when all of a sudden that paralysis sets in... I hope it can be used as, and this is the responsibility of the realtor, right? Because the buyers and sellers aren't necessarily going to acknowledge the confusion and then say, "Hey, we're going to still forge a path ahead anyway to figure out how to buy or sell." Maybe some do, right? But most probably won't. They'll just be like, "I'm just going to stay put." I mean, we do it all the time when we get stressed about things, Garrett. And when I say we, I mean we as individuals, right? It's like I just don't want to deal with that, right? You like you walk into the room that's a mess. And you're like, well, all I really have to do is methodically start from one side and go to the other and cleaning this up. But instead we go, I'm confused on how to start. I'm not touching this thing, right? Yep. (laughs) And that's exactly what's happening. And now this it, it leans into the realtor's responsibility then to acknowledge that so that they can curb their own confusion and help buyers and sellers curb their confusion, which by the way, might lead to them deciding still not to buy or sell real estate. That is still a possible outcome. 100%.
1: Oh, 100%. And I think, Matt, like the, the initial conversation, like you got to imagine this like planning a trip with somebody. We're sitting here kind of right now. Um, let's just, we'll use Reading as an example. We're sitting here in Reading and we're saying, okay, we want to take a journey here and we're going to take this journey to Germany. And here's all the pieces that we're going to put together along the way of making this journey happen. And there might be times in the planning stage of how we're going to get there. We might start to acknowledge costs. We might start to acknowledge different ways that we're going to have to travel to make this trip happen. The things that we want to see while we're there. Maybe there's so much we want to see that we're like, you know, we don't have enough time right now for this trip to see it all. Maybe we should plan at a different time when we have more time to go see all this stuff it might be killed in the planning stage. And that's okay. As a real estate agent, we're going to sit down. Totally. We may just say, this is not the right time to be making this trip to you and your next house that you want to have. At the same time, we might go, okay, we we see the plan. We got this journey that we're going to go on now. And through this path, we are going to come up along obstacles. Now, my thing is, is that, am I taking this journey with somebody that wants it bad enough that when those obstacles show up, they're willing to see options for different paths we can take. They're willing to go, oh, the flight got canceled. Well, I guess that trip's over. Like if they're heading (laughs) back and I go, wait, 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 this was the first leg of the trip of a two week trip. The flight got canceled and you're just heading back and going to unpack and just say bag it like, no, no, no. Like I want the person who's going to be like, Is there any way we can get an alternative flight? Is there a different airline? Can we rent a car to get to the next airport that we can then catch the next flight? Is there a flight tomorrow going out? Like, what are we looking at here? And all of a sudden, they're seeing around the obstacles and they're finding new ways that we're going to make this trip work. And that's the person I want in my court. And I think one, I think a lot of real estate agents right now are not setting people right up front on this is the journey we're taking. Here's what it might look like. Here's some of the things we might come up along the way. So what happens is is we don't set them up for the obstacles so that when they do show up, it's not catching them completely off guard. And second is we know we have somebody in our court that we're like, okay, it's cool. We got an obstacle. What's the next path? How are we going to work with this? And then boom, we are getting and helping them get to the finish line that they want to get to. But I'm finding, Matt, the biggest issue is not the actual working through the transaction. It's the setting the client up appropriately for the journey that we're about to go on.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I was thinking, listening to you talk about that whole thing and particularly the, oh, this first flight got canceled. I think it also highlights the confusion that exists among the why, behind why People want to make changes. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have clarity around that, they'll use things like the market and this and the flight got canceled as reasons to not talk about the why. And if we can connect to that, then we can get through obstacles. We can get through everything. It's like we've mentioned a similar kind of scenario on prior podcasts. And I'm talking to a lot of people about this too. It's like, okay, yes, interest rates are high. These things are high. These things are high. But if you have a client who wants to move into a particular school district for their child let's just say, well, how long are we going to wait until then that child is no longer than eligible to go to that school because they've moved beyond those years, right? You just missed the opportunity. How much is it worth to have that opportunity if that's a why? Not that we want people to push beyond their financial means or anything like that, of course, but if we have clarity of why, if we have clarity of the marketplace and what we're up against, now we have people who are ready to go, who can go make it work. And people are, as you said, Garrett, plenty of people. Okay. Is transaction volume nationwide down this year? Yeah, it is. And we've talked, we talked about that at the end of last year. We already knew that was going to be potentially an element for a whole host of reasons that also don't have to do with interest rates being up, but people are buying homes with high 7%. People are buying investment properties with these high interest rates too, which is where, oh wait, don't numbers have to? Yes, they do. And so if it's working on that side, it's probably going to be working on people's personal resident side, particularly when you get into the intrinsic value that they are looking for for a move, and this understands so, to get clarity, Garrett, I think this is a very, very key point, is when agents hear the oh, we want to put it on hold, they just kind of stop. And it's not you need to then say, don't stop, this is what we need to do. it's tell me why. let me let's have a conversation about this. I find in in marketplaces where there's a lot of confusion, More and more do we need to have that reset conversation where we get to sit down with our clients and ask questions, even if we've asked those questions again. And this is where realtors sometimes get ignorant to their own confusion. They're like, I already know why they want to buy. Okay. Maybe you do. Do they know why they want to buy? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, they know. Like, do they really know? Because if they, if everybody knows and they're on hold, then nobody knows. So I was talking to a real <laughs> estate
1: agent yesterday, and and she made the point of nobody's investing in California right now because it doesn't pencil here right now. So the investment market's dead. Nobody. And so my thought was in the entire state, it's a big state. My thought was really that's that I didn't say this out loud because I typically don't challenge people on the spot who don't ask for my help. If you do ask for my help... Oh, this wasn't like a coaching call. No, 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 no. This was just a nice conversation with somebody. And my thought process was originally was, with enough money down, I can make anything pencil, just so we're clear. If you are looking at a model of like, oh, but my investors only want to put 20% down. Well, okay. Yeah, it may not pencil right now based on the rent you can get. But what if they put 50% down? What if they put 75% down? What if they paid cash?
0: Does it pencil now? What if they invested in improving that property to raise rents to all these things, right? Yes. <laughs>
1: there are so many factors into, is California a good investment? And I look at it and go like, I'm waiting right now for a couple things to happen in San Francisco. And I'm sitting around going like, oh, like, okay, when's my moment? There's an island. As you go across the Bay Bridge, Yerba, um, I'm not going to mess it up right now on the top of my head. I know it as Treasure Island when I was a kid. They are building condos on this island. Do I think it's the dumbest project in the world? And I hope nobody's listening out there going like, oh, that wasn't good for Garrett to say. (laughs) I just bought a condo there. (laughs) I am watching things happen in the city right now that I'm like, eh, questionable, like whether I want to be buying in San Francisco at the moment. However... I am watching those condos because I'm going like, you know what? When the market is right and this thing kind of settles just a little bit, I think those are going to be brilliant. They are beautiful views of the city, Alcatraz, Golden Gate Bridge. Like There are things that are on that island that at some point are going to be wonderful. And guess what? This is going to be the time to invest in it. I feel like kind of coming up right now. And I'm kind of sitting back going, can I even afford it? Even at reduced prices, can I even get into one of those? Who knows? But this is the interesting thing of saying, like, we get in this mindset of nobody can invest right now. It's out, it's off the. No it's confusion on how to invest right now in this marketplace. It's not nobody can. And you saying nobody can is an absolute roadblock. Like We are done. When your realtor says it's impossible, it's off the table. They will not help anybody moving forward with investments. Where I hate to say it, if I was a licensed real estate in California right now, I would be talking about the investment potential and we totally can make things pencil all day long. We're just not doing it the way we were last year or the year before that or the year before that.
0: But it's not off the table. Yeah, never off the table. Capability will differ from person to person. Yes. But, you know, and I think this is also links to a scarcity mindset of what is possible, right? And the absolutes that come through when a market is challenging is... Really, a, a horrible thing, you know, because it transforms the mindset of everybody. And so, if you are in confusion as a realtor, you can also inspire that confusion among your clients. Now, on the converse side, if you have clarity, you can inspire clarity among your clients as well. So, not all is lost. Confidence. People want somebody who's confident that can help them. They do. Yeah. When people, it's like I mentioned that one person, Client of mine, and said, "Yeah, I went to my manager and said, like, I'm I'm having a trouble year, you know, looking for you know some support that you might have to help kind of boost me up. Like, well, I'm am having a down year too, is what the manager says. Like, oh gosh, uh, <laughs> thanks for crying on my shoulder. It's crappy over here, also. <laughs> talk about lack of confidence <laughs> that's going on there. And so I think the biggest thing is if you if you feel confused as a realtor." Step one is to take a step back and ask yourself questions to create clarity and believe and understand that you can create success and achieve success in any market. And if you need the anecdotes, just listen to our podcast because we talk about the people who are achieving success all the time. Yep. If you have clients that are confused, if you have a lot of clients that are confused, we need to ask them questions. We need to ask them a lot more questions. Customer service calls need to take place. If that's not happening, if you're letting people sit out there, you are going to frustrate yourself to all ends because you're sitting there, well, why isn't Garrett like, I'm going to buy a house right now. Every, Every now and then he texts me something and it doesn't fit his criteria. Then we go look at it and nothing happens. It's like, well, sit Garrett down and have a conversation. Garrett. We take a pause here and talk about exactly what you want because it doesn't seem like we're achieving the goal. It's okay to bring that up. Is it confrontational? It may feel that way, but it's going to provide massive clarity, which is going to make people happy. Sometimes hard conversations lead to great results. And these aren't even that hard conversations. And Matt, as I'm sitting here listening to you, it's like, again, it's important like who you're surrounding yourself with. If
1: you go to your managing broker and you're like, I'm having a down year and that you get the response that you just said... Or I thought you were gonna go with the like, well, did you notice, Matt? Everybody's having a down year in the office right now. It's not just you. Like you're actually doing pretty good compared to like (laughs) in the start. I've had that one. Yeah. You know, compared to so and so and compared to so and so, you're actually doing really well. Like you should give yourself a pat on the back. It's like, okay, that what I was saying is I want to be better than I am right now, not like, okay, you're doing just fine.
0: Yeah. I don't need to be fluffed. I need to (laughs) I need to talk strategy.
1: Which then goes to who am i hanging around right now who am i surrounding myself with and i think in these times when we have confusion of how to be successful how to get to where we want to go um sometimes you need to step out of your current situation you're right now and look for people that you can herd with and and resonate with and surround yourself with i'm going to take this to racing for a second and i apologize <laughs> But like you can be sitting there and saying, I want to race. I want to be on a racetrack driving a race car. And it's very easy to have the little voice come up and say, That's expensive. Buying a race car is expensive, getting it, you know, all these things, like I we don't have the money and all this stuff. And I was born in the wrong family to be a race car driver. All this stuff can come up. But then you find an organization like I found, and it's like, what do you mean my race car can't cost more than five hundred dollars? Okay, check. I can go find a jalopy. That's done. But how then do I build this thing? How do I put it together? I don't know how to do all these things. And then what you do is you go to a race, which is what I did. And I walked through the pits and I looked at all these cars and I took pictures and I analyzed and I talked to the other guys that had been doing it. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, go here. Oh, do this. Here's where you can get this really inexpensive. Here's where you can pull this together. And all of a sudden, I've got my best friend of years who's saying, Garrett, this is a dream for like two years for us to race in this thing. And I'm like, no, we're doing this like in months because I had a clear path on how to get there. I went and did the the reconnaissance work on this. I figured out the path and the information that I needed to know that He didn't know. He had a roadblock. He was confused on how to get to this destination of us being on a racetrack. And I think we were like four months from that moment that we set the goal to actually racing. We were on a racetrack. Mm. And I think that's the interesting thing is like right now, if you're stuck, go find people that are making this business work right now. Surround yourself with others that are having success. Go online, start chats, get in communities, find people that are Figuring this marketplace out because Matt, you and I both we get to work with people all day long that are rushing it out here, yeah, uh, I just got the phone with the gentleman that this month and last month, so we're talking about we're currently in August last month, July, he had a hundred thousand dollar month in July and a hundred thousand dollar month in August. He's on track for his best year he's ever had. He did say that September's a goose egg at the moment. So I'm being on all honesty. He's like, I got to figure out September at the moment. <laughs> but the reality is, is like through these last two months, this dude's putting together a lot. He goes, even if I close nothing in September, he's like $200,000 months back to back. Really? It's like, let's, let's rock and roll. Let's go. He goes, I'm, I'm cool. We're fine. Those are the people out here that are making this business work. They're pulling this business together. Surround yourself with them. Ask more questions. Learn how they're doing it. There's such great business out here right now, Matt. Such great business. But that confusion sometimes makes us either surround ourselves with more confused people. So we have somebody to rub shoulders with and go like, Hey, you're confused also? Confused too. Hey, you too? Oh man, here, let's go have lunch. We can all talk about how confused we are about this marketplace together and make each other feel better about it. Or you can say, Hey guys, I can't have lunch with you anymore. Can't do it. I love you. You're dear friends of mine. I can only do it about once every six months. I got to go find a different crew to go surround myself with here and learn some new paths, learn some new things that I'm not learning from you because we don't know it.
0: Yeah. The other element here is to acknowledge confusion, you need to acknowledge that there is a path. Yes. There is not an absolute no. Are there some things in this universe that we can't explain? Yeah, absolutely. But when it comes to real estate, the answer is likely not a hard no. (laughs) The answer is there is a path. Let's figure out what it is. Let's get clarity so we can make a decision whether that is a path we choose to go down and if you can walk your buyers and sellers through those things, they will have the clarity and you will end up doing more business. And so part of this confusion too, Garrett, is to kind of hold this together on from my perspective is if you are focused on the client, 100%, you're not attached to the outcome, that's going to help you curb your own confusion as a realtor. Because then you're just like, I need to figure out a solution. It can't be now. Yep. Because I, I need to help these people, right? So there you go. You first dedicate your attention to your people, which is going to drive you to ask questions, which is going to hope, hopefully create some clarity among everybody. And on, on the plus side, they're going to do deals most of the time, and sometimes they won't. But that means you're going to do more transactions. So it's a win-win for everybody.
1: Yes. And again, as we started off with this, Matt, like this confusion goes across the board. We got our clients that are confused out there. What's what we're watching? And again, if you're building up a big database of people that aren't moving forward, don't sit there and go, this marketplace isn't allowing them to move forward. Just say, no, they're confused. And again, they're just kind of like putting they're just pulling the pulling the e-brake on this thing just for a second and saying, hey, let's just pull over and let's just sit for a second and kind of watch. Instead of moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then again, if you're a real estate agent out there, very easy to kind of get into this like confused type of marketplace and not figuring out what the path is. But as I know, Matt, as we're watching, again, is that there's a lot of business being done out here, but you got to ask a lot of questions, figure out how badly people want it. And uh for the most part, I think if you've got someone that you're working with that says they want to buy, says they want to sell. You probably have a real client sitting in front of you right now, and it's up to you, not up to them, to figure it out. You need to figure out the puzzle. You need to figure out what are the pieces you're working with here Mm -hmm. and see if you can help them go, oh, that's what we have to do. Oh, that's what we're looking for. Like, oh... This is what we're going to be doing now because you've you have figured out what the next steps are of what they need to do. They don't do this enough. Consumers out there don't buy and sell homes enough, and then you put a confusing type of marketplace on top of it. And yeah, it's very easy to go. We don't want to, Matt. I got one last thing I wanted to share with this because it's just a, and I know we're talking about this forever. Throw it in the example I've been using right now with a lot of the people that I coach is getting a divorce. Not me, by the way. I'm we're good. We're cool. Um, it's all good. <laughs> Sarah, if you're listening, we're we're on point. We're great. But if you are a newly like newly married couple, and it's not all roses, and things aren't working great, and what we thought was going to be this blissful marriage is now turning into this weird thing because we're sharing a house together, and I don't like how you keep the kitchen clean, and then sh- they don't like how I leave the bathroom and leave my underwear on the floor, and hey, this is just isn't going to work. That's a very non-confusing relationship at that moment in time. There's not a lot of moving parts going on. And it's very easy to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we made a bad decision and let's just break this thing off and go two different directions. We were just kind of in that market that was just like, let's just not do this. Let your, what's, the action is to, take, to get the divorce. Clarity around it. We know exactly what we got to do. Let's go down to the, you know, get the attorney involved, get this drawn up. We'll be done. Now take somebody that has a lot of moving parts involved. Let's say they've got four kids. Let's say they've got a ton of investments together. Let's say they have an investment portfolio, stock portfolio that they've built together. Let's say they've got inheritances from other family members and things like that that have accumulated over the years. And who who does that money belong to and what does that look like and hey who sacrificed while somebody else was building a business over the last 15 years so that we can now have the financial security that we have? Oh, crap. Okay. So yeah. Okay. The relationship isn't working. Now what do we do? And this is where you watch a lot of people that go like, let's just let the kids graduate and then we'll figure this out. Let's let some of this dust settle and then we'll figure this out. And there's a lot of people that just say, let's not figure it out. We're just, this is just what this relationship's going to be. We have too many moving parts and I don't know how to navigate to the point that we can separate and go live separate lives and go do our own things. like I can't see how that's even remotely possible. That's a, Some of the buyers that we have in the marketplace right now are just stuck by all these things, the news articles and inflation, interest rates, all this stuff. And they're going, I, I, don't, I don't even know how we start. And yeah, all they can do is just go, let's just stay here. Let's not worry about this right now.
0: And the sad part about that is, well, from a Potential divorce perspective, but also from a a buyer and or seller perspective, is that means that people are resigning themselves to live with something they don't like. Yep, they're saying, you know what, I'm just going to live with this pain. We're just going to wait until the kids graduate. Like we're just going to live with this pain instead of try to figure it out. And I'm not saying that everybody's meant to be together um, either, right? (laughs) And not everybody's meant to move either. But if you have, it's just, I say this every single year, every single year. I said this before I even had met you, Garrett, is that every year there are people who don't transact real estate because they don't have a conversation with a trusted advisor to help them find clarity on how they can make that move. They just don't have the conversation and that transaction or multiple transactions don't happen. And that's sad. To me, that's sad. And it cannot be resolved by one agent being better out there. But one agent being better, plus another agent being better, plus another agent being better, plus the thousands of you who listen to this podcast being better, is going to help those paralyzed buyers and sellers who are confused have a conversation so they can decide, hey, you know what? We are going to make a move. Or maybe it helps them acknowledge that, you know what? Maybe living here isn't so bad as we thought. Because that's the other thing. Maybe like, you know what? I can live with this in a good way instead of sitting there going, I'm just going to you know, continue to not enjoy the home that I live in. That is just so sad to me.
1: Well, if you're going down the relationship route, it's like, yeah, we might be able to fix this with therapy instead of having a divorce. Like they, It's like when you start opening up, what are our options here to make this relationship work? You have all these different paths you can go down here to acknowledge maybe we should be doing something different. When it comes to homes, and I think this is an interesting thing to end this on, Matt, that probably is a whole nother podcast, which is what I'm watching in this marketplace right now and why I'm watching relationships be the absolute king of this marketplace, is that that couple that may be having that divorce, that's stuck in that situation, they're not sharing that with everybody. They're not just putting it out there that the relationship is tough right now. They're toughing through it because they got so many moving parts. They're just like, oh, let's just keep moving forward. I'm going to go to work. You go to work. We raise the kids. We'll get them from school, get them to practices. We'll come home. We'll have dinner. We'll do it again the next day. Let's just keep the ball rolling here. What's interesting is, is that if they have a realtor that they have a really good relationship with, they are sharing those concerns of, hey... Can you run some numbers on our house real quick? I'm just curious where this might stand. You're this person that they have as a trusted person in their world that can help them without making a big deal about it, without having to turn into a big scenario of just like, hey, what's happening with the marketplace right now out there? And they can start saying things like, we might have some changes that we're going to be making here coming up. And you, as their trusted advisor, get to help guide them through that process that is very confusing for them. And the house is one piece of maybe a confusing situation that they're dealing with. This is why relationships are absolutely king right now, because that person's not going to go to a stranger and put this all on the table. You're a comfortable place for them to start unpacking these the situation. So that's a whole nother topic we can go down. Totally.
0: All right, Matt, are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. I think so. Obviously, the message here is ask questions, find clarity, acknowledge for yourself first that like, hey, there could be some confusion here with me. Um, Let me get clear and know that the confusion exists on both sides. Yep. Your buyers and sellers as well. Let's ask the questions, get people clear and you're going to have a good day you're going to have a good day. Confused buyers can't buy. It's one of
1: our sayings in Ninja. Confused buyers can't buy. Our job is to help them find clarity. And that's your job is to help them find clarity so they can see a path. With that being said, Matt, if anybody out there is listening, if they want to learn more about Ninja Selling and about what we teach and the installations and classes they can attend, go to ninjaselling.com. If you are finding yourself in a place that you're like, you know what? In this market, I could really use some help to stay on the Ninja path and have somebody that can help me implement this stuff at the highest level possible. We have amazing coaches that are skilled in all these systems. Uh, You can check us out at the Ninja Coaching tab under the Ninja Selling website. You will find us there and we will help find you a great coach. Also, we have mastery that's available. And if you want to learn and build a referral network of amazing ninjas around the United States. It's probably the number one place you can go to, to grow and learn as a group. And uh, the mastery classes are also available under uh, coaching on the Ninja Selling website. And if you want to join like-minded people that listen to the podcast, go to Facebook, check out the Ninja Selling podcast group, and uh, we will be there. So with that being said, Matt. Thank you, as always, man.
0: Love sharing time with you. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.
1: Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the podcast.com.
0: There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.